easy process with Toyota of Easley. You can go by and see them on Highway 123. Or, again, you can go to the website. And they don't want to just sell you a car and then let you go on your merry way. They want to develop a relationship with you uh, that lasts. And uh, they want to do that through sales staff that's, I mean, absolutely dynamite. You've got the service department that's terrific. The owner's on site daily. That is the difference at Toyota Beasley. It is a different experience. Go online, ToyotaBeasley.com. That's Toyota Beasley, where their name means a great deal. Quark, I saw this during the break. We were... we gave you the viewership numbers for the Super Bowl earlier today. You may get you want some gambling numbers? Yes, please. State of Nevada legal casinos uh took in a record high 185.6 million dollars on Super Bowl wagering. Now, I would have personally I would have thought that number would be higher, but that was a record high number of amount of money gambled in the state of Nevada on the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, the the books netted $6.8 million. So they did good. They did good. Um, not, not in terribly high profit considering how much money was bet, but it would have been more. You want to guess what prop bet? They lost their shirts on. Um, I'm gonna say, was it a Travis Kelsey touchdown? That's a good guess, but no, I didn't even. I, I don't remember even seeing this as a prop bet. You could get ten to one odds on whether or not a Super Bowl would go to overtime. Oh, you're talking. Oh, you're talking about the other way, like the the, yeah. like the books lost their shirts. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah. Sorry, that's awesome. 10 to 1? You could get 10 to 1 because you'd only had one Super Bowl ever go to overtime. That's pretty good odds. Not too shabby. So it when it went to overtime, obviously they they went they went berserk. Yeah, I would I would imagine. And you know what? You know what is is changing this, I think there's two factors in there. As you as you're quoting those numbers, one is that the game itself was in Vegas. How many people would have gone to Vegas to gamble that otherwise could go to the Super Bowl and gamble from the Super Bowl. So that's like mobile bet. So that's number one. And then number two, I did think about mobile betting. Like how, you you know, in the very recent past, you would have had to go to Vegas or you would have had to go to Atlantic City or you would have had to have an account with an offshore to be able to wager on the Super Bowl. Now in 38 states or whatever it is, it's not, it's not quite 38 because some of those don't have mobile betting legalized. But in a lot of, let's say 30 states, you can do it from your couch. So I wonder if that hurts too, that more the more states legalized, the easier it is to gamble, mm-hmm. the more Vegas doesn't take in as much and Atlantic City doesn't take in as much. It's interesting to think about that. I mean, just thank goodness our legislators in this state are protecting us from us right right appreciate that a lot of tax dollars going to harris a lot of tax dollars going to harris well that's the truth uh six five four roars the number you want to join us six five four seven six two seven if you'd like to join us on the phones or on the adams and co-roofing text line um you know should we talk about way too early preseason polls you want to talk about a way too early preseason? You know what? Ball? We have not talked much college football in a while. We haven't. So we haven't. I'm here for it. 
Okay. I want to do that, and then I want to get your thoughts on Bill O'Brien and Chip Kelly and the nonsense because you left before all that broke on uh, Friday. We haven't we haven't really gotten a chance to talk about it. Um, I think it is so interesting, and I've said this before, that you know Stuart Vandell brings out his top twenty-five, and everything anybody ever does is about the portal. No, nobody cares how you recruited. Nobody cares how you developed. Uh, nobody cares who is returning. Nobody cares. It is all about what did you do in the portal. If you did well in the portal, you rank highly. Mark Slayball, um, Mark Slayball has a, a way too early top 25, preseason top 25. And this is after coaching changes. Um, this is his first update since the national championship game, which, by the way, it's been 36 days since the national championship game. Wow. I don't know if that seems wow. like not enough or too many, but I was surprised that he said it was 36 days. Um, Some of the things that stood out from his uh, way too early preseason top 25. Ohio State is number two in this list. Georgia's number one. Ohio State number two uh, with Howard and Judkins and Caleb Downs. And I don't I don't disagree with any of that. In fact, I, I think Ohio State might have the uh I think Ohio State might still have the best roster. I think. Um but I was surprised that he had him at five and jumped him up to two, even though the reason he jumped him up to two is because Alabama fell and Texas fell with some players who left. And um, you know that it was kind of a kind of a change of the guards. You're rearranging deck chairs, uh, rearranging deck chairs there with the with the top four or five. Um, ben, what stood out? And we'll go back to the phones here in a second. What stood out to you from this list? <laughs> You're gonna laugh at this, but I'm serious. It's breaking news, Quok. Texas A&M is not in a preseason top 10. Well, just just wait for it, though. Just wait for it. Don't get too happy. <laughs> They're not in the top 10. Uh, that was the first thing. The other was uh, you, you just referenced Alabama dropping. When's the last time Alabama was ranked ninth in a preseason poll? Ooh. Mm. Been a minute. It's been a minute. In fact, I can tell you. I can tell you exactly when that was. Stand by. I'm going to guess it was Saban's, first, Saban's second team, that 2018. Oh, I, I don't know the answer. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm about Rhetorical to find it. Question, I'm yeah. about to find it. Here we go. When's the last time, like, the AP had uh -huh. Alabama as low as nine? Yeah, now this is not – this is Schleyball. This is not the AP or anything like that, but it'll probably be similar to this. We were there. 2008. Okay. 2008, Alabama was 24th preseason. Since then, 5 1 2 2 1 2 3 1 1 1 2 3 1 1 4. And they're probably going to be top five again, I would imagine. Because people, it's muscle memory. You put Alabama in the top five. Yeah. So Georgia and Ohio State 1 2, you know, debate that all day long. That's, that's fine. They're both in the conversation there. Um, are you buying Notre Dame at five? No. I feel like we're putting way too much stock in 
Riley Leonard, and they they even mentioned Bo Collins in this. Like, I, I mean, no offense, but really, <laughs> okay. This is this is kind of my point, and I, I I don't I don't mean any disrespect here. This is what I mean when I'm talking about everything is too portal centric. Bo Collins, let me let me you know what I'm, I'll make a bold prediction. This 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 is uh, first bold prediction of the year. For 2024. First bowl prediction. I'm going to say one of Clemson's two receivers out yardages Bo Collins this year. One of Clemson's two freshman receivers is going to have more yards than Bo Collins receiving this year. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know how bold that is. Exactly. That's my point. Every Clemson person is like, you know what, Bo? Nice guy. Good student. We loved, we loved interviewing him. We did. Talented. Here's the other thing. How many games will Bo play for for Notre Dame this year? Great question. I mean, give me 12 regular season games of TJ Moore, you hope, versus maybe eight, seven, eight games of Bo Collins at Notre Dame. I mean, it just – if the, that's the – Bo Collins is being valued higher than your freshman coming in. Like yeah, you've seen, have, and, have, have and y'all listen, seen him produce? I mean, and, that's what I'm asking. Are you, have you seen him produce? Right, and there there is value there, but I not – not that you use that as one of your talking points to put them fifth. I look. You want to tell me? Give me uh, Notre Dame finishes below five in the nation. I'll just take it all. Take all my money. I'll put it all on there right now. It's ben, not happening. Another one, and I know we are not supposed to say this. We are. We are not supposed to point this out. This is not something that anybody wants to talk about. Then Riley Leonard completed 57.6% of his passes last year with three passing touchdowns. Why are we talking about Riley Leonard like he's freaking Jaden Daniels or even Sam Hartman? Why are we talking? Like Riley Leonard, good runner. Didn't have a lot to work with at Duke. Hey, newsflash. He doesn't have anything to work with at Notre Dame at receiver. Yeah, I like I mean, I I really like Riley Leonard, but I think you've got to have those complimentary pieces, and I'm not just not sure i'm not sure he's going to be any better off at notre dame than he was at duke he he threw three touchdowns and 165 pass attempts last year at duke and completed 57 percent of his passes why why is he taking them to the playoff that's what you're saying right i mean think think about this think about if you've watched football this year you're you're going to take somebody seriously that says that Notre Dame is going to the playoff because of Riley Leonard and Bo Collins. That's a sentence that people are going to write from now till the season starts. You mentioned Jaden Daniels. The other, the next one that jumped out at me, and I'm not exactly sure where they go. LSU at number twelve seemed high. I think they're. I think he's undervaluing the loss of Jaden Daniels. Uh, now you you have Garrett Nussmeyer, yes, but you you lose all those rushing yards by Jaden Daniels. In addition to being a great quarterback, and and you yeah you added some pieces from the portal to try to help your secondary, but my gosh, Quack, like you can't add enough from the portal to help that defense Uh, 12 just seems high to me to me it's it's not just about Daniels it's about Daniels and neighbors and Thomas and Denbrock 
the yeah. offensive coordinator. That whole that whole brain trust is gone. Now I like Nussmeyer. I do I, I, like Nussmeyer. Nothing against him. Nothing against him at all. But you're right. That's a ten win team last year but, <laughs> that went but, six and two in the league, but they didn't. You just they lost a high, you way. just lost a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh huh. He won it. Yeah, he did win. He did. He did. <laughs> it's the it's the only one I've ever gotten right. So I got to remember. Yes, he did. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll talk more about some of these in just a second. Let's go to Desmond, who's up with us next on the phone. 654-ROAR is the number. What's up, Desmond? Hey, I'm rolling, you guys. I'm doing great. Thanks for getting in. That's good. I'm going to be kind of all over the place, and I'll take them all off at the end, okay? All right, go for it. All right. One, I'm nervous about Clemson going into the postseason. I know that they're gonna, we're going to make the tournament. I know we are, but I'm afraid they're going to put us in at one of those five seeds. Versus a 12, and we're going to be that five seed that lose. So I'm a little nervous about that part. Next, the Alabama. I was there the last time Alabama went ranked, and we played them in the Dome. So guess what? I'm not going to Georgia this year when we play them in the Dome this year because I don't <laughs> want to experience it again. <laughs> you know what? You are not alone, brother. i tell you that. You are not alone. People saying, I never want to do that again. I never want to do that again. We were so excited. We just knew we was going to beat the brakes off Alabama. We just knew we just knew we was going to win that game. And you know what? Thinking back on it, that wasn't even the game that cost Tommy his job. It was a, a game later in the season. <laughs> <That's> um, <laughs> the, um, the the Notre Dame quarterback Skinner. Why isn't he higher on the draft? I thought he had a really good season. I mean, he kind of fell off towards the end, but I thought he would have been. But he's like not mentioned at all in any of these drafts. Uh, mock-ups. And last but not least, last but not least, is Speed Week. Why is nobody talking about NASCAR? Why is nobody talking about the Daytona 500? We got the duels coming up here in a little while. We got we got some driving. This is like the best time of the year for NASCAR. Like Everybody's watching. Anyway. I, I love you know, where your head's at there, Desmond. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks Good, very thank much. All right. You know, well, because you, because the Super Bowl was Sunday night. That's true. People, I think people will turn the page Wednesday. I think people will turn the page. Yeah, it's it's hard to. Th- I mean, I still love NASCAR. It's just it's hard to get in a, to jump straight into NASCAR in mid February. Still tough for me. Um, I I do like the the Daytona five hundred and the Indy five hundred are the two like races that I just I like to follow during the week. Like I like to the qualifying and the duels and everything. Like I just I, I wanna I wanna see that. I can't tell you what it is about those other than we make a big deal about them. Desmond also his point about Clemson is valid, but also I I think that is true of everybody. Kind of to the point we were talking about. That's true of everybody this year. Look, your goal was to get into it. Okay. Save a couple of teams. Everybody's nervous about that first game when you get into the tournament. I mean, because everybody works all year long to get into the tournament, and then just a few uh, just a few hours later, half the field has lost a game. And you think about all the upsets the last two years in day one, man. Uh, you should be nervous. Uh, I mean, uh, that's natural. I, yeah, I, I mean, I would, I, I, would, I would say so. I'd rather be nervous having a team in it than not. Sitting on the sidelines wondering what you could have done to get yourself in? Right. Absolutely. The thing about Hartman, he's smaller, 
Um, he's just six one. His numbers weren't great. He's not overwhelmingly athletic. Um, I I would I mean I would say he's like a sixth seventh round guy or an undrafted free agent. That's what it feels like to me. He's he's too he's too small to not be a little bit more dynamic as a playmaker. And I think some of his some of his inconsistencies and some of his warts showed up at Notre Dame last year. He had some really good games. His stat line is fine. Like I, you know, he had I think he had like twenty seven hundred yards or something like that, twenty four touchdowns. Like I, you know, pretty good stat line. But NFL's looking for a little bit more. That's that's the reason for that. All right, six five four roars the number if you like to join us. Hour three of the program continues right after this. At Carter Color Company in Clemson, you can get the Benjamin Moore paint that you need to finish any project that you're working on. If it's interior paint you're looking for, we have a great selection of colors and finishes that will complement any room in your home or business. Our Element Guard exterior paint provides protection against wind-driven rain, excessive humidity, and other harsh weather conditions, and with free finishes to choose from. Your home will stand out among the rest. Come see us at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson, or the web at cartercolor.com. Need to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or a wood chipper? Maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor. McNeely Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned, renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union. Call 654-9187-CLEMSON or 718-1449 West Union. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. Warm weather storms are a real thing here in the upstate. How can we manage our trees to minimize damage to property? It's really important that your trees are pruned properly and you know what you have in your yard. And at Snyder Tree, we have arborists that can identify issues. Statistically, uh, 90% of the trees that fall on houses, we could have avoided that had we looked at it ahead of time and, and offered a solution. Leave it to Snyder Tree Care. Sitting here today with our good friend, Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Gary, texter asks, Walt, I screwed up waiting on my insurance company to sign a new contract with my hospital doctors and they failed. Can Gary help me? Texter, you are far from being the only person who did this. I have a high probability of being able to help you, but time is of the essence. I need you to contact me right away at 864-307-8484 to resolve this dilemma. There you go, listener. You need to move on this and call Gary today at 864-307-8484. Again, 864-307-8484. And remember, the Gary represents the seven largest Medicare insurance companies and approximately 125 different plans. In the unlikely event that you would want another company's plan, Gary will still shepherd you through SHIP or Medicare to accomplish that goal. Do you have sagging, softer, bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawl space. Damaged wood in your crawl space can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value, and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic. 
with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. So what exactly are the net rankings? I have no idea! Tune in every day until March as we try to figure it out. The Roar, where every day is game day. You know, we've been talking about a lot of sports here today. A lot of sports. And the reality is you need clothes to wear to all those sporting events. And that's where Tiger Sports Shop comes in. Boys and girls, Tiger Sports Shop is your destination. Your one-stop shop, some would say. For all of your Clemson apparel. For all of your the knickknacks for your car. Uh, stuff for the office. Gifts for people. Look, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. And again, I'm not telling you what to do, but nothing says I love you like Clemson swag. I mean, I'm not saying it says I love you the best, but nothing says I love you like that. Go by two locations, downtown Clemson Highway 123. That's our friends at the Tiger Sports Shop. You you do need to wear clothes when you go to sporting events, as you said. You do. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's frowned upon if you don't. Case in point, the streaker, at the partially, partial streaker. Okay, he took his shirt off. Are we, I was going to say, are we talking, are, are, are they we referred calling to him that as a, a streaker? streaker? It was a dude with his shirt off at the Super Bowl. Have you seen his video on this? Um, I did see the one from like way, like high. No, he. Oh, his he, video. He's made a video identifying himself and saying why he did it. And I don't believe him, but this is what he says. Says he, I mean, he's a, a Vegas resident. He said he he bet $10,000, I think is what he said, that there would be a streaker, that someone would run onto the field at the Super Bowl, and he, he stood to make $20,000. So he says it was a no-brainer to me to do that the problem is there's no way they they pay that right there's no way who do, who are you making that with is he making it with a book or is he I making mean, it with a buddy i mean it's like so he's he's a vegas resident or so he claims okay like if reba mcintyre can't bet ten thousand dollars on the length of the of the national anthem and then expect to pay, expect to claim the money. To me, it's the same thing. But yeah, there's, he's posted that, and you know, I, I guess people are believing him. That yeah, if that's true, I mean, then, if you get away with it, then okay, wise investment. But you got to refund that. Though. He's like, he said, all I had to do was spend the night in jail. Big deal. Well, that it kind of is a big deal. But hey, that is kind of a big deal. I mean. I do think that's a little weird. Like, Pat Mahomes can't bet his own over. I mean, that's that's crazy. 
right? I mean, you know, there's there's blurred lines on some stuff. There's lots of gray on stuff in in society now. But I mean, in this particular case, you yeah, you can't wager on something that you alone can bring about. Like it's not that he's saying, "I bet you ten thousand dollars that I'll do it." He's saying, "I bet you ten thousand dollars that somebody'll do it, and then I'm gonna do it." Right. No, 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 no. That's that's not it. Yeah, a lot of people are retweeting that. I'm I'm calling BS on that story. You know what? I'm I'm a texture said that's insider trading. Would right? I mean, it, it's the most insider trading, as a matter of fact, the most insider trading. Now I'm I'm. I don't like that. That makes me feel. Uh, that makes me feel icky. Um, let me ask you this: We got a text during the break from the eight four three. It says, "Mark it down. Hartman will be the next Drew Brees." I'll mark down that he's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know. I know this is a little bit weird to say this, but like, yeah, I, I'll just bet that he's not Drew Brees. Just not. Just you know, something else. Somebody else, not Drew Brees. You know what's crazy about Drew Brees? People talk about Drew Brees like he's just a short guy. And so any old short guy is just Drew Brees. Drew Brees had... He was coached in college by Joe Tiller, who's a quarterback connoisseur. He also had a feel for the position. Six feet tall. Um, He went to Westlake High School. Like, he was built for this. Like, he, he was built for this. Um, he was drafted in the major, uh, major league draft in the NFL draft. He was the second quarterback taken first pick of the second round, 32nd overall. The first pick of that draft was Michael Vick, by the way, which is wild. You had Michael Vick and Drew Brees. Mm. Sam Hartman's not a second round pick. He's not going to be Drew Brees. Okay. In fact, can we just say nobody's going to be Drew Brees? I'm just going to say it right now. Like, nobody's going to be Drew Brees. Because the game, like the game is hard if you're six feet tall. Because all your linemen are 6'5". And the game is so fast. Do you know how good Drew Brees had to be at so much other stuff besides just throwing the ball and knowing what the defense is going to do? He had to be so crafty, and they had to be so particular in the way they set up their offense. He's not, he's, he's not going to be Drew Brees. I'm going to also say this. I, I I feel like we need to normalize the good college quarterback again. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just a thing that... Maybe it's just a thing we do. Maybe this has, has always been like this. I feel like maybe more so now, and maybe it's the four-letter network, and maybe it's some other things that have made it this way, but... I feel like the NFL draft is being used even more so to validate obviously great college careers or to nullify obviously great college careers when it ought not be so. I don't need an NFL team to draft Sam Hartman. I don't need him to play a snap in the NFL to think that he was a fun college quarterback. In my opinion, he was a fun guy. People may disagree. People may not like him. I'm saying I I think Sam Hartman was a fun college quarterback. He had a 3-1 touchdown interception ratio, and I don't have to think that he's the next Drew Brees to think that his college career was good. I also don't have to pretend that Will Levis had a great college career because he was drafted in the first round. 
By the same token, Will Levis had a fine college season. He really had like one season of good college play. I know this is your guy. I'm not trying to ding your yeah, guy. Yeah, you're you're trying to get on my nerves I'm not, here. <laughs> <laughs> but you do, you know what I'm saying. I do. Like, you don't need a hundred touchdowns to be a first round pick. Patrick Mahomes went six and six his whole college career. He was a five. His teams were five hundred. Like his pro career and his college career are separate. You don't need that validation. There are great quarterbacks all the time that have great college careers that are not NFL quarterbacks. And, you know, we make this mistake once a year. I think it's once a cycle with a quarterback. Quarterback has specs, has a good year in college, and we go first round. Riley Leonard's the most recent example. And I know he got hurt, but even before he got hurt, did that guy, did he look like a first round pick to people? I'm not saying, did he look fun? I'm not saying did he did he will his team to win. I'm not saying was he was he a good leader. I'm not asking that. I'm saying did he look like a first round pick? Because he looked like a guy who had a weak supporting cast and whatever, but also he wasn't putting the ball in the money all the time. He, like he his, his footwork wasn't consistent all the time. He didn't exhibit traits that you would think you would see from a from a top flight round one NFL quarterback. And I understand we also. We're bad at saying who's a round one NFL quarterback, too. Jake Locker was a round one NFL quarterback one time. I don't know why he's the one that can't. Jamarcus Russell was a number one pick one time. We're bad at that, too. But it doesn't mean Jamarcus Russell sucked in college. And it doesn't mean Jake Locker sucked in college that he didn't make in the NFL. And it doesn't mean he was great in college. He was a round one pick. That doesn't matter. It doesn't amount to a hill of beans. I don't know. Some sometimes I just get irked by this because I feel the pull, like I feel the pull of of saying, "Well, if this guy's not considered a round one NFL quarterback, what you're really saying is he's not a good quarterback." And so, because I like this guy in college, I have to say that he's going to do this or that in the NFL because I want to make sure that people remember his college career. And I just think we need to be okay with. This guy doesn't have specs, measurables, ability. I, he, he does, he's not an NFL quarterback. He doesn't need to be. But doggone it, he doesn't have to be for me to have enjoyed his college career. He, th- he threw for over 15,000 yards. Sam Hartman did? Yeah. Gre- In, I mean, five years. Great. But that's 3,000 yards a season? I think, I think that's – I mean, he had a great college career. Yeah, I agree with you. He does, doesn't have to be a – doesn't have to be a great pro in order to validate being a great college player. Like Texture brought up Taj Boyd. Nobody's going to tell Taj Boyd or anybody else for that matter that he didn't have a great college career. Right. Just because he didn't pan out in the NFL. Now, with that said, I mean there there have been um Texture just stop it. <laughs> The Tom Brady thing, that that's a troll. Oh yeah. I've just it's gotta just be just stop. It's got it's gotta be. He's gotta be a troll. But you you know, there have been fifty next Brady's, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, your team who drafted a quarterback in the seventh round that's gonna get cut in twelve seconds. But your team just drafted the next Brady in the sixth round or in the seventh round. Um speaking of guys who um who who Maybe we're we're trying to use the NFL to validate uh, their college careers. NFL Combine invites 
uh, went out. And Clemson had six. Uh, I don't know what I thought was going to happen there. Give me who we got. All right, so you've got Will Shipley, one of the six. We figured he would he would uh, get an invite for sure. Um, you've got Tyler Davis, okay, on the defensive line. You've got Ruka Rororo. You've got Xavier Thomas. You got Jeremiah Trotter Jr. And you got Nate Wiggins. Those yeah. six. Out of those six guys, I would say five of them were really good college players. Just thinking about that. I don't, I'm not sure Xavier Thomas was a really good college player. Very talented, but not a real not a really good college player. He just didn't he didn't make the impact that he probably should have or could have, or even like a sizable impact. Although last year I thought his ability to command double teams and be held actually was notable. Um I would say fewer than five of those guys are gonna be really good pros. Just by the numbers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like injury. You get drafted by the wrong team that doesn't know how to use you. We know why careers don't work in the NFL sometimes. But it doesn't devalue their college careers. Mm-hmm. You know, if Ruka Roro gets drafted in the fifth round, it doesn't mean he sucked in college. You know, he wasn't as good in college as we saw that he was. That's kind of my point here. Um, of those guys, let's do this real quick. This is fun. Uh, of those guys, Shipley, Davis, Aurora, Thomas, Wiggins, Trotter. Which guy are you most looking forward to seeing what they do at the Combine? At the Combine? Um, hmm. Well, Wiggins will be the best out of the group. But but not necessarily at the... I'm not looking forward to seeing him at the Combine necessarily. Um, Xavier Thomas could put up some eye-popping numbers relative to other guys in his group. I think Will Shipley could as well. Are those two guys that could could make some money on combine numbers? Yes, I mean i I think we we kind of know where Wiggins is. I mean, Wiggins probably can't really help himself anymore. I wouldn't think he's probably more in danger of hurting himself yeah. if he doesn't run a fast enough forty or something like that. Maybe the same thing with Trotter. Um. The other guys, yeah, the other guys, I would go with Thomas and Shipley as would be anxious to see what their numbers look like relative to other defensive ends and running backs. I would, I think those two guys and Aurora are my three because I think the combine was made for Rook. Like, Rook is a guy to me that if you show up at the combine and he's healthy and can do what he can do, he's a guy that teams will draft based on upside. Yeah, Omaha Hank says, and I agree with this. Write it down. XT is going to be get the buzz at the combine. His athleticism is perfect for the underwear Olympics. Yes, I agree with that. Yes, I, I think he'll. I think he's going to get drafted because of something he does at the combine this week. Somebody's going to look at his twitch and his athleticism, and he's also he's also going to interview in a mature way, which I think is it's different. If if he had if he had done the three and out plan like he wanted. Um, then to me, he may not have interviewed quite as well. 
But Xavier Thomas can impress people. He's a guy that you might draft based on one trait. And like I say, that that happens all the time that you see you see players get drafted based on one thing, one trait, one ideal that you have. Third down pass rush specialist. So you you tell me you're using a fourth round pick on a third down pass rush, but fine. Fine with me. Um I think Tyler Davis will struggle a little bit. His stature is going to be a little bit of a problem. And to me, he's a better player than he is a prospect, if that makes sense. Like, he's going to be the Grady Jarrett. He's going to go to some... T- I don't know if he's going to make $100 million, but he's going to go to the Combine and probably underwhelm some of the testing. Um, probably not going to have great measurables, hand size, all the stuff everybody looks at. But then you're going to turn on his film and go, well, he's a good player, and somebody's going to get a good player in the fourth round. Something like that. Uh, six five four roars the number you want to join us on the phones on the Adams Curving Text Line. Final segment of the program is next. Attention business owners, sucker dads, chess team moms, and charity event planners. When you need custom weather patch hats, turn to Hat Flow Company. There's no order minimum, quick nationwide shipping, and unbeatable prices. Order ten or a thousand. You get the same excellent customer service and top quality product. Custom Richardson hats, beanies, low profile, performance hats, and more. Use their online hat builder to upload your logo, choose styles and colors to see your idea come to life. Start your custom hat quote at hatflowco.com today. Hey, it's Toby from Wendy's. Picture a Baconator. The six strips of Applewood smoked bacon, the hot and juicy beef, the pretzel bun. Wait, pretzel bun? A pretzel Baconator. And it's only here for a limited time? And right now you can get $3 off mobile orders of $15 or more with the offer in the Wendy's app? This changes everything. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new Pretzel Baconator. Limited time only. Are participating U.S. Wendy's. $15 minimum required before taxes and fees. Account registration required. It's a new year, but one thing remains the same. Elkmont is the upstate's destination for the best in lifestyle clothing, shoes, unique gifts, outdoor gear, and so much more. Offering great footwear from On Running, Vans, Ufos, Birkenstock, and more. Incredible selection of jewelry featuring Kendra Scott and game day and lifestyle clothing from the most popular brands like Patagonia, Viore, Filson, Free Fly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, and more. Shop South Carolina's largest selection of on-running shoes and enjoy great discounts on select game day and winter apparel as our winter clearance sale begins. Find the latest arrivals and fashion trends from Elkmont's Facebook and Instagram pages or shop Elkmont online at ElkmontTradingCompany.com. That's E-L-K-M-O-N-T TradingCompany.com. Elkmont is conveniently located in Powdersville off of 153 and in Clemson at 93 and Highway 123. And finally, go Tigers! Want to get your hands on the next big thing? At Verizon, new and existing customers can trade in their old Samsung phone, any model, in any condition, and get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with select unlimited plans. A better plan to save is Verizon. $999.99 device payment or a full retail purchase with new or upgrade smartphone line on unlimited ultimate or select 5G unlimited plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. If you're moving a loved one into assisted living and need a stress-free solution for selling their property, Samuel Property Group is here to be your guide. From home evaluation to a hassle-free sale, we handle it all. Let us ease your burden during this transition and receive your check in as little as 10 days. Visit SamuelPropertyGroup.com today and fill out the simple form to be contacted by one of our team members within 48 hours. 
That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com. Plumber fast. I always call one Tom Plumber. One Tom what? Here, dial the number one, then Tom Plumber. Or just tell your smartphone to call one Tom Plumber. They promise to be there in an hour. Call the plumber whose name is his number. One Tom Plumber. One Tom Plumber. The Roar. Knocking down topics like bowling pins. Straight down the middle. No hook, no spin, no fuss. Anything more, and this becomes figure skater. We are the Roar. Same my Sarah, broken halos. Wings that used to fly. Final segment of the program. Glad to have you here today. A lot of good, uh, lot of good interaction on the show. Um, again, busy night in sports tonight. A lot of good college basketball on. Uh, Clemson, of course, plays Miami tomorrow. And um, you know, if you if you're going to that game uh, tonight, could be your Valentine's Day. Who knows? Uh, this hour of the program brought to you by our friends at Arthrex. If they are like, if 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 you're looking for a better experience from your uh, from your place of work. You could do a lot worse than Arthrex. In fact, you're not going to do much better than Arthrex, to be quite honest with you. From elite athletes to weekend warriors, they care about helping people get back in the game. So do their employees, and the reason is because they foster an environment where you're going to care deeply about that. Uh, if you want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives, th- this is the place to go. Uh, you get benefits day one. Uh, you get uh, free daily lunch and attractive shift schedules and Weekend shift schedules that are very attractive as well. And you get a free on-site medical clinic. You've got athletic fields and pickleball courts and walking trails and all kinds of stuff to to make it more fun. They want to foster an environment where they hire you, they train you, they promote you. They want to keep their people. They love the culture they've created. They want you to be a part of it at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. All right, we got uh, some callers here. We got June and Seminole Ted and Jason in that order. We're going to get two on the phones here in the final segment. June, you're up first. What's up, June? Hey, how you doing? Doing great, man. Thanks for getting in. Yeah, I just wanted to weigh in uh, about the, the ones you're talking about going to the draft, like Zabra Thomas and uh, Will Shipley and uh, uh, Wiggins. I think Wiggins, he probably will probably shoot himself in the foot if he don't do good in the, in the combine. Or whatnot, you know, it's all up to him if he gets paid. I think uh, Will simply, man, he can't block in the NFL. He won't be able to block out the backfield. People blitz and stuff. He's he's too small. He's not strong enough. I mean, it takes a lot to be a running back in the NFL. You got to block and catch, and he can't block. And uh, Xavier Thomas may make an impact on himself. I think Will Shipley should be moved to like a slot receiver or something like that on certain plays. I think he'll fit good in that kind of situation. You know, I, I, that could be the case, June. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks very much. Look, and I I, I, I think his skill set, I mean, if you wanted to do that, you could, try to, you could try to put him as a slot receiver. I'll go back, Ben, to something you said many times. He's never been a slot receiver. Like, everybody who thinks Will Shipley is just going to play receiver, he's never done that. Like, he's lined up there sometime, but he's never played receiver. Also, I wouldn't know. I think Will Shipley is better at pass blocking than, than June is saying. Um, 
he basically, I mean, making the argument that Shipley's just going to get crushed in pass protection. I mean, maybe that's true, but there's a lot of there's a lot of guys with with Will Shipley stature that end up being pretty good pass protectors in the NFL. Where you draft running backs now, though, you're not you're not wasting not wasting wrong word, Ben. You're not spending a first round draft pick on the majority of running backs anymore. And look at the way backs are being used in the NFL right now. I, I mean, I I don't know. I think Shipley kind of fits the mold of what a lot of teams are looking for, actually. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I, I think Shipley, if he has a good combine, he's going to interview well. We know that. Um, I think he can make himself a lot of money. Is pass blocking by running backs in the NFL as important as it is in college? I don't think so. With a lot of passing games now? I don't think it is well, quite lot, as important. I mean, a lot of offensive lines, too, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, 100%. Uh, let's go to Seminole Ted, who's up with us next. 654-ROAR is the number. What's up, Ted? Hey, how y'all doing? So, you know, a lot of people get depressed after the Super Bowl because there's no more football. But see, tomorrow's a great day. Pitchers and catchers report. Yes! I'm excited. I know, I know Ben's excited. You know, we, we got a, another chance to defend the NL East, and hopefully go further next time. But I'm going to ask you a question, Quag, and I'll take it off the air. What is your feeling on the Reds this year, their chances, and and what is your expectations? And I'll take it off the air. Y'all have a good one. Thanks very much, Ted. Appreciate the phone call. I saw a projection this morning that had the Braves at 97 wins. Most wins in uh, most wins in baseball. Uh, the the Reds, I've seen their win total at 82 and a half. I mean, I just think that's way, that's way too low. Unless you have just a slew of sophomore slumps and injuries and stuff. There's no, there's no way. Uh, they won 82 games last year with a bunch of babies. A bunch of little kids running around in there. Uh, they got better uh, in their rotation. They got better in their bullpen. They got better in the lineup. And the division got worse. So, I'll be honest, man. If it's legal in your state, Reds over 82 and a half. You can also get pretty good... Uh, pretty good odds on NL Central too although I'm I'm not I don't feel as great about that because the Cubs also I think are looking pretty good and the Brewers even though they've traded some pieces off still looking uh still looking pretty formidable Ben how, how you feel about the are you excited about pitchers and catchers do you get jacked about pitchers and catchers reporting no I no 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 I don't it's not it's not it, a national it, holiday for you no it just means that it's getting close but no, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You got a foot. You got a basketball game tomorrow. Like, but you know, everything has its season, and baseball season's not till April. Baseball, something I do after college basketball ends. Yeah, I I, uh, I like that. I think a lot of people actually feel that way. Uh, let's go to Jason, who's up with us next. What's up, Jason? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Yes, We're going to talk about the college uh, basketball. It's kind of just two teams that going in, in two different directions. I really don't necessarily think it's going to remain this way. South Carolina and Kentucky. I'm still a believer in Kentucky. I, if I had to buy, I could buy stock in them right now if I was a gambling man or whatever, I, I still would. I still think they, they've got a ton of talent. Three straight home games is, uh, I can't explain that. They just got to learn, find the right formula, the right uh, roster management. Well, I think it's, it's, it's hard to do. Uh, some of these guys have got to learn their roles, and uh, if they can do that, then watch out. And then it's, I, I'm no Kentucky fan either. 
South Carolina, you know, they remind me of Bruce Pearl's first year at Tennessee. Just kind of, for unexplained reason, kind of could come out of nowhere. Well, what a fantastic job uh, Paris has done down there. It's the best coach job in the country, in my opinion, did this so far. Uh, I wonder if if they're going to peak too early. Just want to get your take on uh, on, on those two teams, uh, how you project. Uh, the, where they can go. Thanks for taking my time. On Kentucky, you were talking about Kentucky and South Carolina. Is that right? All right, Jason's done. I think I that's think who he was talking about, Kentucky and South Carolina. We talked about Kentucky earlier, Quark. Uh, you know, I've said before, say it again, every team goes through a tough stretch where they just are not playing great basketball. And Kentucky could still turn it around. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. Yeah. Um, this is a little bit of an extended stretch, and those wins were not over necessarily great teams. They still have, you know, we talked about Ole Miss tonight. They have to go to Auburn. They they host Alabama still. Uh, they host Arkansas, and they go to Tennessee at the end of the, in the final game. I mean, they still have a tough. If they're going to peak again. And peak here at the end, they're going to have to do it against some pretty good teams. I'll be honest, about halfway through that conversation, I realized that he was talking about basketball and not, uh, not football there. So, like, in, in my fine. brain, I was like, oh, I got to switch this. <laughs> I got to switch this off. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think John Calipari made a statement, we're built for March. That's what he said. Now, I don't, I'm not sure if I believe that. I don't know if I believe they're built for my. I know they got a lot of talent. I also know they've got a bunch of shooters they're not playing at the same time, and they got a bunch of bigs they're not playing at the same time, and they got to play them all. But if you're in a conference that is supposedly going to have nine teams in the tournament, and you're built for March, then by default, shouldn't you be built for the regular season? Because, you know, supposedly you're playing all March type teams. I just don't. I don't think. It's a little bit like football. I don't think you have to be an elite defensive team to win a national championship now in football. But you do have to be able to get stops. You got to have something about you that that says we like we're good at something on defense. You can't just be again old Big 12 playing defense. You can't give up. I, I think they've given up the fourth most points per game among power conference teams. They Kentucky's given up almost 79 uh, almost 79 points a game. You can't just score your way to a Final Four. You have to guard some. You have to get some stops. I've been saying it about Clemson. Clemson does not have to be elite defensively to get to the Final Four. Right now, with where basketball is. You don't have to be elite defensively to get to the Final Four. But you have to have an identity on that end of the floor that gets you critical stops. You got to be able to rebound. You got to just, you got to know what you're doing. Um... Kentucky is bad on defense. Bad. Like, atrocious. Like, hide your kids, hide your wife. Don't even think about watching this team. Bad. So, I, I, have, a hard, I have a hard time with that quote from, uh, from Cal Parker when I heard that yesterday. And, and then on the South Carolina front, listen, they're, they deserve to be ranked where they are right now. Um, and they're, they're, I think the latest projection, they were a four seed. I, based on what you've seen so far, I get that. 
here's my worry about South Carolina is that you have not had that bad stretch yet, and you are playing uh, one, two, three, four. You're playing five of your last. How well they got? How many games they got left? One, two, three, four, five of your last seven games are against teams projected to be in the tournament. You got a tough finishing stretch here. Starts tomorrow night at Auburn. How do you look after these next seven games? I, I mean, you're not going to win them all, and nobody expects you to. How many are you going are you going to lose? Do do you go into a little bit of a funk if you if you drop a couple? Again, it's a tough. I mean, you got a tough finishing stretch here. Uh, texture points out for the Asics for only UConn and Purdue have better records in South Carolina right now. Uh, yeah, they've handled it so far. They have, and, and I like I say, I give them all the credit in the world. They also have a they also have a really tough stretch finishing. I would suggest that even if South Carolina loses a couple games here, like I'm not telling you they are, but just doing the math and understanding what kind of team they are, that they they are going to continue to show themselves to be a really, really tough out in March. They're going to continue to to seem like a team that's going to be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. I don't Because I don't see them, you know, starting to lose these games by 15 or 20 and just big warts popping up all of a sudden. I think their formula can be, uh, I think the formula can be replicated. Uh, today only at Buff City Soap, four for $20. Soap bars, bath bombs, shower steamers, and foaming hand soaps. In store again. That's that's uh, that's today only. Four for twenty dollars. Details abovecitysoap.com. Or you can go to social media. Uh, great people, great products. Love the folks at Above City Soap. Two locations: Shops at Green Ridge and Greenville, or the uh, Heart Village Shopping Center in Clemson. That's our friends at Above City Soap. We don't have time to get back to. We kind of got sidetracked there on the. Uh, on the way too early top 25. So we'll get back to that tomorrow because we kind of made it through just sort of hunting and pecking what we want there in the top 15. We hadn't said Clemson yet. And again, this is one of those things where Clemson's going to get dinged for not getting in the portal and no one takes into account how you've recruited and no one takes into account development. It's all about what shiny new toy did you bring in? Um, And in fact... Clemson was third on Slayball's uh in Slayball's poll, which I thought was interesting. Uh yeah, he he do, he does have five ACC teams in the top 25, but the the highest is Florida State at 15. Uh we'll talk about that. We will talk about that a little bit more uh, a little bit more tomorrow. Uh text from the 864 says South Carolina's played one of the easiest schedules in the country as of today. That may be true, Texter. But look at when they've played the tougher teams. Look at what they've done. Strength of schedule is not going to knock your socks off. A lot of that, though, is non-conference. They have not played an easy SEC schedule. No, That's they haven't. The and while they are not in the same category as Purdue and UConn, and nobody else is either, for that matter, I, I still think they are very deserving to be around that top 10 mark in the nation right now. I I do. Yeah, I, there's no question. And look, if they lose a couple and they don't look as good, then they'll drop. And we'll change our mind. That's the beauty of uh, college basketball. You can do that. And there's a lot of games. Uh, shout out to the Cardinal fans, by the way. I tried to sneak that one in there. I tried to sneak that hate in there. It didn't work. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. Well, it's up next.